The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And welcome back into the Housing Hour. Welcome back to all of our listeners, and we thank you. Hopefully, uh, you've enjoyed the uh, interviews that we've played for you, and it's given you opportunity to reflect upon our freedom and what these individuals meant to that. And you had two kind of contrasting personalities in Bill and uh, Richard. And I think it, it really is amazing to see the different types of uh, personalities and characters that we have um, that fought for our freedom. And Bill was was quite different from Richard and, and, and vice versa. And, you know, I tell you, Bill um, amazed me with his confidence uh, in flying a glider, which folks, to my knowledge, a glider doesn't have an engine. No, is it that does correct? not. He's, he's let and out of a plane. And it was tethered to a plane that shot was got shot up. Right. And so he, uh, I mean, could you imagine? And, and he just, he held his, his own and, and then did what any good man would do. He hid in a bunker because <laughs> yeah, he had to, yeah, because absolutely. had he not, he would have been, he would have been killed. So, yeah. and then Richard with his story. So, you know, we've been talking about um, the greatest generation and, you know, Oak Ridge, cause we're local here, Oak Ridge, Tennessee, for those of you listening worldwide, um, Oak Ridge was not a city in the 1930s. It was mm-hmm. an area, a development that there was very few, um, in population. And then uh, General Leslie Groves, who was charged with the Manhattan Project and had to um, choose locations um, to build the fuel for the atomic bomb to this secret, very secretive project and also a place where they would actually put the bomb together. So you had these different um, things going on at the same time. And and Oak Ridge was was one of the places that he chose because of um, the unique uh, topography that Oak Ridge laid in. And, And it was um, overnight went from not even being on the map to being the fourth largest city in the whole state of Tennessee, mm-hmm. going to 175,000. Nobody knew what they were doing. And it was just an incredible story. And part of what happened was you had these people coming in and converging upon a city of all of these walks of life. And what needed to happen was you needed to give these folks um, something to do after they got off of work, something for the kids to do. You know, these were families of scientists and PhDs and, you know, um, laborers and so forth. And they needed to have some some R&R. And so what they did is they, uh, Carl Yearwood, he built a pool and it was the Oak Ridge pool. And it was a defining moment in Oak Ridge's history in a lot of ways. And Mark, who did a great blog, it's really went viral, honestly. And it's called Oak Ridge Pool Turn 70 because on July 4th, coincidentally, the Oak Ridge Pool will turn 70 years old. It was July 4th, 1945, that they um, allowed the first person to jump off of that notorious diving board i suppose but mark mark decided to do this and you know i'll be i'll be frank he he came to me about it and i thought it was interesting and i thought well that is i mean because i love history but i didn't think it was going to take off the way that it has and it's opened up quite a discussion tell me what you did well people love oak ridge and and the oak ridgers um they love their city and Mm -hmm. everybody loves their community but this one is really special because there was a pool um, a body of water there way before uh, Manhattan Project ever started. Mm-hmm. It was called Cross Springs, and that's most people don't realize that. It was a stopping point for travelers in the 1800s as a watering source because it's a fresh uh, spring-fed 
body of water. It was on the Emory Trail. You it was on out. the Emory Trail, right. the famous Emory Trail, Avery Trace Trail. And so um, this was a, a, a big stopping point. Well, some somewhere when Manhattan Project took it, it's always been a watering hole mm-hmm. and a swimming hole. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the 40s, uh, when Manhattan Project in the 42, people would swim in it, but it would had a mud base. Carl Yearwood decided in 1944 that he'd start putting concrete down on the bottom, and they t- turned it into one of the largest pools they thought secretively <laughs> in the world. Right. The largest pool has an acre surface area and two over two million gallons of water at that time in 1944 when they started this. And you know the Huge. Germans, if they had satellite imagery, they said, "What are they doing? <laughs> what is this large body of water?" That's a terrible what, German. What's imp- going on here? Yeah. So that's a much better. Yeah. Um, so that is amazing because it, you know two million gallons of water. Yeah. And it's spring-fed. Spring, right? cold, cold water. Cold water, oh. which in the heat of the summer is very it's, refreshing. It's very refreshing. And so it's a huge, if you haven't seen the Oak Ridge Pool, if you're one of our listeners, go to thehousinghour.com. It is one of our featured stories. And you can see pictures. And uh, Mark talked about, uh, I mean, Mark came into my office one day a couple of weeks ago, and he had this just giddy grin on his face. And he had this Google map that he had created the trail. <laughs> and he had he had laid over top of that the trail markings and he had even you know determined where the pillar bridge that you'll learn in the story an amazing historical landmark where it was built across this body of water and he right was in the he, center of oak ridge and mark even reached out to one of the heirs of cross springs the the gentleman right yeah i believe so um, i wonder if they're related to bill cross I, no i no. checked that out oh, okay. it is it is yeah. not but it is a william cross who was a drummer boy in revolutionary war had a farm in district eight of anderson county tennessee district mm. eight in anderson county tennessee is right smack in the middle of what used to be robertsville tennessee mm-hmm. which is now robertsville road grove park um, the where the pool is mm-hmm. um, so he the the heir has been looking for the farm in the 1800s from this drummer boy uh, William Cross for a long time my I'm suggesting because the spring was named Cross Springs and there was a farm it's always been farmland right around there that it's quite possible that he should investigate whether his his great-great-grandfather William Cross the drummer boy during Revolutionary War is the actual uh, original farm owner right. well we know Colin's Roberts, who was uh, given the 4,000-acre land grant for the Robertsville uh, Road area, was the original owner of it Mm -hmm. through a land grant, but subsequently sold that, and I believe he sold it to William Cross, but I'm not certain. Did they have to recapture some of that money since it was a grant? I don't know. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Well, I think it's based upon the evidence that you provided to me. um, I would say that you're 100% accurate, and that that is, in fact, the, the... Ponderance of evidence. It, it, there is no doubt in my mind. And but the gentleman even said to you on the phone. I think yeah. um, he said, well, "I think you might have something here." It may, it may be, but he needs. To, he he's very detailed. He's sure. got a great website. And I actually, I think I gave a link to his website if you want to look at it. He's done a fantastic job of uh, researching. And you can also on our website as well. You can check out the map that that Mark made. Right. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Yeah, and it, it shows you the current obviously streets and you know topography if you will of Oak Ridge and then you overlaid that with the Emory Trail so yeah you with the see. Emory Trail and that's not a guess but this is from the uh, the uh, National Park Service the mm-hmm. Department of Interior in the state of Tennessee did a historical survey in 1990 and they're the ones that gave the these addresses so I'm mm-hmm. just given what the National well, then Park it must Service be true did. 
Yeah. Well, it's got to be true. Yeah. I mean, well, better, smarter people than me found it. But and also, um, you were able to unlock in the archives at the Oak Ridge Public Library oh, love it. some pictures that really have just seen the light of day through through what you've done. And it wasn't from the historical photographer that we all know um, in Oak Ridge. Why can I not remember his name? But it was from... Oh, Wes. Westcott. Yes, Westcott. It wasn't from him. It was from somebody else. No, this is a, this is a photograph that was given to uh, the library and their historian, uh, Teresa Fortney, who is their archive manager at the Oak Ridge Public Library. Mm-hmm. When I started asking about questions and she said, uh, hey, I've got a, I've got some old pictures that have never been digitized. They've never been made published. And she remembered this this uh, spring mm-hmm. so uh that was uh the first photograph that i've seen of the pool back in 1938 maybe 19 early 1940s and then before you ha- manhattan project and so you put that picture yes. next to a picture from 1945 and you can clearly see the land the exact same flow of yeah. the land i mean it obviously is and it's really neat because you can see what it was before you have probably two dozen cow cows kind of grazing around the pond exactly and then and you pointed out something which i thought was interesting the reason it's difficult probably for your person mr the cross air Mm -hmm. is because back then things were surveyed based upon like trees and so forth yeah so when you look at the meets and bounds and everything it says you know go to the old black oak tree and then then the old poplar sitting up on the hill Mm -hmm. top of the road you know so do they paint the tree or something black no you mean black oak black oak it's just a you know they just gave the name of the trees as meets and bounds so it's impossible to know where they're talking about, right. except that in in our uh, great great grandfather's um, will, mm-hmm. he he says he gives it to an heir and says, and all my heirs will have spring privileges. Right. And I think bingo, this is this is a special spring that has been but also for a long time. more than that though. More important, that is a very that's prima facie evidence right there. That is, but in addition to that, the name of the road. Remember, they didn't call it East or West. It was I can't remember what name of the road well, it was. Well, it was East Valley. Fork Road, right. which is now Robertsville Road. That's what it is. Right, but in the in the um, in the what did you call it? The will it said my farm something on Valley Fork Road or something like on that. the East Fork on the East Fork exactly East Fork which, Poplar, is now which is now Robertsville. Yes, and that's why we think maybe this anyway. It's the same area. I think the it's the same area. Evidence is clear, but more than that, guys. I mean, it's amazing because it's a celebration. You know, in 1945, it was a time of birthday of party, unique celebration, right? And so it was just you know, a great opportunity and they've done so much remodeling and repair and they've done that over the years. And now it is July a great, 4th, 1945. It's a beautiful, you ought to go visit it. I really yeah. highly recommend that. And I've Ridge. taken the kids out there a few times and it's, it's very, very, very beautiful. And it's a great body of water and they've done the remodels that they needed to do. And it's just a nice place to go visit. The housinghour.com has the blog. So check yeah. it out, check it out, look at it. And you know what? This would be a great one to share with friends and family. I think this is one that you could, send to your grandmother or maybe your mom or your great grandmother if she's still alive and and they would be able to reflect on a very happy moment in their lives so do that and then come back we're going to wrap things up right after these messages we'll be right back 